Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the Free Pizza Podcast, the platform for creatives. Um, today we have the Corey Williams in here from Virginia. What's up, guys? What's going on? How are you doing? Pretty good. Good. The drive was wasn't that bad. It was pretty peaceful. Yeah, pretty uh, chill autumn morning. So yeah. yeah, that's awesome. We're here on a Sunday morning, and he's awesome enough to come down. It's about forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah, <laughs> a little commute, but um, I'm grateful for that. And his story is awesome. He's super cool. He's supporting Amplifier. He walked yeah. in with Amplifier <laughs> shirt on, so that's yeah. really really cool. Shout yeah. out to Jen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, shout out to Jacob for making us some coffee too, because this is really dang good. We all counterculture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's dive on in. Um, get a platform to you. Um, so tell us about yourself. So born and raised, what are you doing now? And uh, I guess, yeah, what are you doing now? All right. Uh, of course, Corey Williams. I'm 23, currently living in Danville, Virginia, which is, like you said, about 45 to an hour away from here. I was born in South Boston, Virginia, which is about an hour and 30 minutes away from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to high school in South Austin, moved to Danville after graduating from high school, went to Avert University. Um, that's where I got my bachelor's at. And, oh, uh, cool. yeah. My undergrad's actually in psychology, so, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. My dad is a forklift driver and my mom is a school teacher aide, so, uh, really? can't really say I have creative parents Yeah. Well, for sure, but, like, being a... Every time I met someone mentions their parents being a teacher, I'm just like, oh my gosh. I think it's a generational thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, more power to her because I know that can be a rough job. And that's definitely creative in a way of, you know, creating a way to teach kids. Yeah. And I come from, I guess, a musical family. Like, she sings. My my grandfather's actually in a quartet, which I think is pretty cool. (gasps) What? Yeah. I and then that quartet after this, <laughs> please. <laughs> and then my uh, my aunt plays piano. So yeah, so you feel yeah fairly creative. Yeah, my brother's a drummer, so I guess I shouldn't say. Oh, that. is he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, he, is he any bands now? Oh no, he's just like he's just a drummer. Yeah, younger, yeah. Or older. He's younger. I'm oh, the oldest. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shout out to him. Keep yeah. it going. Yeah. Um. Cool. So school for psychology. That's crazy. I had no clue that. Yeah. That. Honestly, I wanted to be an art major, but my parents were like, "Nah, pick another oh, major." Yeah. That's huh? I. I I hate hearing that, but it's so common yeah. because parents yeah. like this, you know, they want you I to do I appreciate well. it, though, yeah. You know, they're yeah. like, you know, there's probably not a lot of money in that, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. So I get it, but you found photography somehow. Yeah. You found writing somehow. Yeah. And by the way, he's a photojournalist. Yeah. Um, so tell us about the photography side first. Where, how, where did that start? Okay. Well, um, I've always been, like, surrounded by photos. My dad, he likes taking photos, but I wouldn't consider him a photographer. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it yeah. sense. Yeah, uh, so just growing up, like, we just had, like, boxes and boxes full of um, old photographs, like, from um, family members, family outings, and I was just obsessed with it as a kid. So yeah. uh, I'll never forget, for my sixth birthday, my uh, my parents got me one of the, uh, Walmart used to have, like, the $6 camera kits where it would come, like, a cheap leather case and, like, a film camera and, like, what? a roll of, like, <laughs> film and... I would just like spend hours outside just photographing and just like uh, begging them to take me back to Walmart to develop them. And they were such terrible photos, just like blurry and gosh. And um, I just remember like wanting to be like my dad's photos and like them being just like really cool. And uh, just always wanted to like go places and like them begging me to take me to a park and just yeah. like take my camera everywhere with me. Like it was just covered in this like, you know, peanut butter and jelly. And oh, it was God. like grimy from my little fingers, but it was cool. It was dope. Yeah. That's awesome. So what photographs did your dad take? Were they like family photos? Yeah. Family outings, photos. Yeah. Like yeah. That's awesome. Um, and so obviously you went from young and having this on a camera to taking photos in middle school, high school. Did you take any photo classes there? I am um, actually, 
as a kid, I was more into like drawing and stuff. So oh, okay. uh, I've always been just like really interested in art and stuff. So um, I was always like cartooning or drawing, and uh, that's kind of what I did through elementary and middle school. And I think high school is when like photography started like picking my interest a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So um, I just got like a really cheap camera and just started doing like kind of like landscape stuff and just like yes. playing around with. Yeah, I think that's where we all started. <laughs> yeah, like, it <laughs> really is. Yeah, that's exactly where yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and then. Uh, like I said, graduating from high school, I thought that like art and photography was what I wanted to major in, but then my parents were like, nah. So uh, I ended up going to Averett and being a psych major, and I was going to minor in art yeah. and do like art therapy type stuff. Yeah. And then uh, even my professor was like, nah. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. He was like, you're going to have to go back for your master's anyway, so you might as well just like drop the minor and like, <sighs> yeah. I feel like psychology in an art uh, therapy mm-hmm. kind of type of thing would that would that would mesh well. Yeah, really well. And but, your yeah. professor said no. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I guess because he figured that like I was gonna have to go back anyway if I were gonna pursue that yeah, as a I career. Mean, so yeah, yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. I still took a, some um, some art classes and I took a photography class there. But uh, my last semester at Averett, uh, I was getting ready to graduate, ready to walk, but I needed to take a couple of filler classes. Mm-hmm. So I ended up taking Intro the Media and news and feature writing, and fell in love with it. So shout out to Dr. Hoffman for convincing me to uh, take those classes. Nice. Uh, I knew that from there, like, journalism was my passion. Like, that was going to be my career there. So, yeah. Dude, that's yeah. so cool. So yeah. in those classes, um, what were you doing there? So were you doing a lot of journalism stuff? Were you going out into the field? Yeah, you know, so um, for Intro to Media, we um, kind of like the history of journalism, the different fields of journalism, okay. uh like radio, television, um, print media, just like the different fields and different career paths in there. So that was kind of just so like cool. the, the basis for what I wanted to do. And then I took news and feature writing, which uh, helped me like kind of like craft my writing because I was used to doing more like creative writing, but journalism is like its own style of writing. So, right. Yeah. So obviously you had a photo experience going into this too. Yeah. yeah. So did you just combine the two where you were in school? Basically, yeah. Um in my photography, I like finding the story, like seeing the raw emotion, like uh, seeing why the person made this face or what they're thinking while they're like being photographed. So it definitely came together and crafted into this this really wild, crazy, beautiful thing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Are there any like memorable projects you did within the media classes? Yeah. So um, my first real, I guess, like photo project was uh, I did this photo series called I Am. Uh-huh. And uh, what I did is I got a whiteboard and I walked around campus and I got people to write one word about themselves and just hold it up and cover their face. So it almost had like this mysterious, like anonymous, like, who is it? And uh, I got all sorts of responses, like just off the wall things. And it turned into a really cool project. So that's yeah. awesome. Were you, were you know, as a guy with a whiteboard walking around campus? Oh, and definitely. Stuff, I, like, it's like, yeah. oh, you're that guy. And I was camera like, dude on campus. <laughs> on campus. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I, I just, I just photos up in your... Anywhere? They're actually on my old blog. I have to pull it up so uh, people yeah, can see it. Pull yeah, pull it up because I want to see that. I want to post it on the description so people yeah. can see that. That's cool. That's such a cool and simple project. Yeah. Um, that can bring a lot of emotion. Yeah. Um, so that is awesome. So I guess tell us when you were, I guess, started to take it seriously. I mean, like as far as like, I'm going to make a career out of this. Yeah. So, so after that, uh, I definitely wanted like photography to be a major part of like uh, any future career uh, opportunities or whatever. So, um I actually did another photo series uh, after that, which is called um, 
Hands Up Police Shoot. So okay. it's about uh, like police brutality, and it had more like an edgier like political feel about it. Ooh, so yeah. uh, that was really good. Um, I talked to a lot of people like uh, who had had influences with police brutality, and um, people who had like semi-negative influences and uh, that was a more of an edgier like darker thing but yeah it got a lot of attention Very and stuff real, so yeah. yeah so that um i knew from there that like i definitely wanted to do something with writing hearing people's stories and photography so i had graduated uh ended up getting my bachelor's in psychology and i was kind of in my gap year and uh I was trying to figure out what i wanted to do so i packed all my stuff and moved to richmond virginia <laughs> what yeah okay. just like out the blue uh Landed a job, um, just kind of like a bunch of odd jobs, but I knew that like I wanted to like just study creativity, art, music, uh, writing, sure. and uh, just see how the the creative flow was up there. So spent a year up there. So how was yeah? Tell us about that. So what did you? What were you doing there? So um, I planted myself right in the middle of downtown Richmond, where like it's the heart of the creative scene. Uh, okay. My wallet was not happy about it, <laughs> but uh, it was a great experience. Um, a lot of like first Friday uh, opportunities. Uh, oh, yeah. I actually lived in the art district, which is near VCU, like the school. Oh, so, dude. Yeah. Um, lots of culture, lots of diversity, um, plenty of artists, and um, just being able to connect and network was a, a great experience while living up there. So. For sure. So you said the first Friday, so were you, at, were you kind of like doing journalist stuff where you went out? Yeah, and so just, uh, and stuff? just studying Actually, I was trying to become like a more well-rounded artist, so yeah. uh, just studying like more like painting and sculptures and like seeing other people's oh, things, and then okay. like meeting the artists and hearing their stories, and I guess doing like photojournalistic stuff there, just like writing some stuff and you know interviewing them in a way, just seeing what inspired them. And that's awesome. Yeah. So were were you publishing these as well? This is kind of just like some freelancing stuff. Okay. So um, I had an old blog that. Uh, before like future endeavors, but uh, I haven't written on that in a couple of years. But I can definitely bring it back up and yeah. like. Uh, Please, I want to see all yeah. of this, all of these things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nosy. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, so we say you spent one year in Richmond. Yeah. So, okay, uh, so yeah, tell us. I um, it's kind of weird. While living in Richmond, I had some. Uh, Dan was going through like a, a revitalization stage right now. So um, there's lots of uh, new businesses coming, and they're trying to recraft the downtown scene to make it more similar to like uh, Raleigh, Durham, Asheville, like that kind of like mm-hmm. creative um, indie feel. So uh, I had a couple of opportunities to um, like come back and be a part of that community right there. But I was really enjoying myself in Richmond, and yeah, yeah. So I kept it in the back of my mind, but like I wanted to like do this year journey and see how I felt like after that. Well, uh, a year came up and I, I landed a great opportunity to uh, come back to Danville um, and help me be a part of the revitalization project. So um, I packed myself and moved back and then I'm currently actually working in a bank. So Yeah, you told yeah. me that you're grinding with a nine to five. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not too enthused about that, but it's paying the bills right now. It yeah. allows more uh, the money and stuff so I can still do like creative endeavors and stuff. Uh, so upon moving back, I um, I was talking to my pastor, and he was uh, asking, like, how I felt about being back and stuff, and, like, how I felt about the revitalization stuff. And he knew that I had some, like, journalistic, like, experience in the past, so he offered the idea of creating an online magazine that uh, highlights the revitalization stuff and how to attract young professionals back to the area. Okay. So that was the birth of Rivertown. So, yes. Uh, yeah. And you call it Rivertown because? Um so it's located right on the Dan River, uh, Rivertown uh, encases uh, the city of Danville, the River District, which is like our downtown area, okay. uh, 
Pennsylvania County, which is like the county that Danville's in, and then Caswell County, North Carolina. So that's so cool. It's oh, all just like part, one. Of, part of NC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. So, what year was it? Is Rivertown fairly new? Like when? when yeah, literally like five months. Five months. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I want to dive into Rivertown now. Yeah. Um. So. Tell us your plans for Rivertown. I mean, obviously, it's just a one-man thing right now. Yeah. So tell us what you have planned. So it started off uh, as a social media outlet just to, like, highlight some really cool things that were going on, like new businesses coming in and stuff. And I didn't tell anyone about it at first because I wanted to see how it was going to take off with it being, like, anonymous and not, like, linked to me. So um, I created uh, an Instagram page, a Facebook page, and uh, a Twitter account and just, like, followed all my friends. They still had no idea, but... Mm-hmm. I could see that like it was catching fire like quickly, and um, this was about a month before I started publishing articles and uh, like actually writing for it. So um, first, it started with like eight or nine likes. Like people were like commenting and was like, "Oh, cool!" Like you know, these businesses are coming. And then like gradually, close to the release date, like it had just like piqued people's attention. So uh, I purposely planned it on my six month anniversary of like I call it my re anniversary. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, six months after me moving back to Danville, uh, I released and said, hey, this is Rivertown, the newest um, online exclusive magazine that's going to cover like all the cool things going on in Danville. So. That is so cool. Yeah. And obviously these things come from like you said, breweries. Yeah. So just, just different things that's yeah, popping up. Yeah, new restaurants. Uh, one of the biggest like uh, like pieces of it is called Meet the River Folk. Uh-huh. So uh, I like to highlight and interview like uh, people who have either stayed in Danville and made the decision to like set their roots there, people who transition to Danville from, like, other places, such as myself, or people who were born in Danville, moved out, and then decided to come back. I guess kind of like I did as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been, like, the biggest part. So, like, being able to interview my friends and, like, hear their stories of, like, why they chose to stay in Danville has been really cool. So, right. Yeah. Is it – how big is Danville population-wise? Uh, It's about 40,000 people. Okay. Yeah. So you can, I mean, that's, I mean, compared to a lot of other cities, that's, that's kind of small. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, small. Now. So is it pretty hectic going around and kind of getting information? How, how often do you publish information? Uh, it's about, it's a monthly publication, but uh, I'm always out like doing social media things. Like yeah. when there are events and stuff, like I'll uh, do a live uh, stream of whatever's going on or like get some photos and stuff. So the social media part's always just like that's grinding. Awesome. But yeah. That's cool. I mean, it seems like stuff is pr- happening pretty often. So I'm yeah. saying you're very busy yeah. outside of, you know, working oh, yeah. at the bank and stuff. You're probably running around. Yeah, especially on being weekends. a one-man show right now. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And, oh, that's a good that's a good point. Are you planning on maybe get some help? Yeah, so... Um, or if, actually, if, if you can talk about, um, maybe talk about what you need on here, then you can we can kind of help you out. Okay. So... So uh, people have definitely found out that I'm the guy behind it. So a lot of my friends who have like either like food experience uh, because we're trying to cover a lot of like food and beverage scene as well. So mm-hmm. uh, people who like doing uh, food reviews or like music playlists or just a journalistic background, uh, they've asked to take part. So I'm looking to get some supporting writers and uh, kind of make it more of a community feel. So, to people who may be interested in that, um, do you have an email or anything? Yeah, so it's actually Corey at theriverfolk.com. Uh, follow us on social media. Uh, sit me up, and we can definitely do some stuff. Awesome. Cool. So, yeah, if you're interested in that, please hit them up. Um, cool. So, I want to get into your creative process when you're doing these articles. Okay. So, yeah, so tell us the process of that, how you find them, um, and the interviews and all. Yeah, so... 
I would say probably a good 90% of uh, what's in the publication is, like I said, the Meet the River Folk part. So just like getting people's stories, seeing why they moved to the area, how they feel about the area, um, like their decision to stay in Danville and like uh, relocate it to or whatever. So that's the biggest part. Uh, whatever like new businesses are open, just meeting the owners, like hearing their story and stuff, uh, seeing why they decided to like start a business in Danville and like what their interests are in the area. So just cool stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, do you have any maybe inspirations, maybe journalism or photographic that yeah. you want to speak on? Um, as far as publications, uh, there's this magazine based out of Greensboro called Amplifier. I don't know if you've heard of it. Or, uh, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what Amplifier is. <laughs> yeah. That's probably my biggest inspiration. Um, from Amplifier, and uh, I also listened to this podcast called Free Pizza. Have you heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Free Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Through Free Pizza, I've, like, followed a lot of really cool, like, um, publications and stuff um, based out of Greensboro, North Carolina. Shout out to Tri-City Beat. Uh, Dude, they've been a, yes. a great uh, inspiration as well. Shout out to Eric. Uh, yeah. That... Um, Still a lot of influence from Richmond, like their publications, their indie and alternative scene. Um, I really like North Carolina a lot because you have Raleigh, Durham. You've got Asheville, which is a, a great Oh, gosh, scene. yeah. You, yeah, even more closer, Greensboro has got like a great like creative vibe, oh, too. Yeah, so, you're right. You're definitely right. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely down here for a lot of like First Fridays and stuff like that. So. Dude, yeah. Those yeah. First, I mean, they're actually a lot of fun. The First Fridays here are, are a really good time. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you getting towards the holiday yeah. season. And uh, also just other cities who are going through the same, like, revitalization, like, um, creating a new image for themselves like that, so, like, Roanoke and uh, Lynchburg and just, like, uh, local things. Usually things within an hour or so away. Yeah. I'm about to say you seem like you're influenced by, you know, the community that's around you. Yeah, so absolutely. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, what about any photographers? Any photographers that um, pick you? Uh, shout out to Daniel White. He's oh like, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Huge influence there. Uh, definitely my pastor for, like, uh, influencing me to, like, start the writing process. Definitely. Uh, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Uh, social media has been, like, a huge, like, uh, oh, yeah. an outlet. Especially Instagram. Instagram's always popping. Like, just, yes, uh, it is. Using that location filter and just, like, seeing who's around. Dude, so, I keep forgetting about that location thing. Yeah. So, like, clicking on that and just, like, seeing what people are photographing and doing. Like, that's been a huge that's cool. Yeah. Actually, what are your so what are your thoughts on Instagram? Are you do you see it? I mean, obviously there's so many photographers on there. Do you see it, it as discouraging or do you see it as when it first came out? I hated Instagram because I was just like <laughs> everyone's going to be a photographer now. <laughs> out with the little iPhones, using filters, being cute. <laughs> but no, I um I really heavily use it now. Uh, that's how I connect with a lot of other photographers. Um, a lot of my inspiration draws from Instagram now. Exactly. Like, I study a lot of other photographer styles and like try to uh, reciprocate it and like study it and use it for myself. So that's cool. Yeah, it's usually <clears throat> interesting. I mean, asking photographers is because a lot of them have very mixed reviews on Instagram. Absolutely. But like, yeah. I mean, because you're right. I mean, everyone in a way becomes a photographer. Yeah. You know, but I mean, there's definitely a difference between taking photos and having the lifestyle of a photographer. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, Cool, and as you see it, more of a positive thing than negative, because I think it's more positive, too. Yeah. Anything. yeah. Having that endless amount of inspiration just should just fuel you. Absolutely. So, cool. Um, so, are there any maybe accomplishments that you've come across through uh, your journey? Let's see. Definitely just, like, taking the jump and decided to create this, because I thought it was going to be a flop at first, but it's uh, definitely taken off really heavy. Um, I would say that's an accomplishment. Uh, For sure. Just being able to, like, 
balance like a work life and a creative life and still like be able to do that yeah i was actually in grad school working moving and like starting this while oh my gosh yeah that's an accomplishment yeah yeah. oh my gosh so uh i forgot to include this part but i graduated this past may with my master's in english oh my gosh yes (laughs) what so (laughs) that's kind of a huge accomplishment there sir so that's kind of with uh solidified that like writing and journalism and photography is going to be like the career path that i uh Yes. Well, take. let's jump back. I want to hear about grad school. Yeah, so um, I actually started, I wanted an online program while I was in Richmond, so I just took some online classes uh, through Liberty, and because um, I still wanted, like, to be able to go out on the weekends and, like, photograph and go to events and stuff, but yeah. still, like, be able to, like, complete classes and stuff, so um, I did all that. Um, my last semester actually started that December when I was moving back to Danville, so it was definitely hectic keeping up with classes, actually moving, like, uh, finalizing things with the bank and just, I don't know, keeping up with things. Oh, my gosh, that sounds so hectic. Yeah. It was all worth it, though. Yeah? Yeah. Was it pretty challenging taking the classes online? Uh, Not necessarily. um, With online classes, as long as everything was due by, like, Sunday at midnight, which uh, I kind of crunch time sometimes. But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But uh, totally worth it, though. That's cool. So, obviously, that definitely probably helped your journalistic part. Absolutely, Um, yeah, yeah. And I want to jump on back to photographs right quick because you're pretty much self-taught. Absolutely, you yeah. You say you took kind of some art classes throughout, but yeah. So how was? What's your opinion on being self-taught versus the classroom? I um, it's definitely more intimate. Uh, I I would say because um, you definitely have to learn your camera. Like you have to learn the settings, and um, it makes it more like a, I guess worthwhile in a way because you. You're yeah, teaching yourself this. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I've taken a couple of classes just, like, through Abert and stuff, like, when I was uh, taking journalism classes and stuff. And, again, shout out to Dr. Hoffman. Uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, um, I definitely want to learn more about, like, settings and stuff. But definitely being self-taught, I don't know. It's more of an accomplishment, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I mean, that is a huge accomplishment. I mean, yeah, and I would say I've interviewed people who are, have been – in the classroom. Oh, yeah. And and Absolutely, like, yeah. And there's definitely benefits to both. Yeah. Um, for yeah. sure. Shout out to those people, too, because yeah. they have um, helped me out. Like, And it's good to have friends who exactly. have taken classes and stuff who they can... Uh, they can give you a lot of insight. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you should do this, you should do that, because yeah. yeah, they yeah. learned it, you yeah. know? It's, mm-hmm. and they pay for it, so that's awesome. Cool. So, I guess, kind of winding down, sort of, um, what does photojournalism do for you, maybe on a deeper level? Um, it definitely gives a way for me, not only for me to express myself and to, um, like tell my story, but to hear the stories of other people. And, um, not only can you like read what they're thinking, but you can see like through the photos, like their expression, like how they're feeling in the moment and, uh, just being able to like go out and to certain events and, uh, whether it's a music venue or, um, interviewing a, um, like a business owner or something like just hearing people's stories is definitely pretty cool. So that's awesome. Yeah. You're like me, like I love hearing other people's stuff. You yeah, know, more than necessarily just doing my own stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, so, what are your hobbies outside of work? Do you have anything you do that's not photojournalism? Uh, I'm a runner. I bike a lot. Uh, I don't know. Photography takes up like probably a night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forget. I forget that. And yeah. you know, work at the bank and stuff, and yeah. probably takes a lot of your time. Too. Yeah. Being a right brain person, like right brain dominant person, like yeah. that's so draining. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, does. But, yeah, well, that's cool though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I still, I mean, running a bike and stuff. I mean, that's that a pretty 
athletic community in Danville. Yeah, we have a pretty heavy uh, like biking and running community, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we have a Riverwalk Trail, which uh, I get a lot of really cool shots out there. Um, a lot of our events that we hold are like right downtown near the river and stuff, so that's always great scenery and a uh, great time for that. Too. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So I guess at the end of it all, what would you want to do with maybe either River, um, Rivertown, or your personal career would you want to freelance later on or would you want Rivertown to blow up or oh absolutely how? anything to do to get out the bank like, <laughs> I, do. Um, I definitely want Rivertown to be like a um, like I said right now it's Danville's only like online exclusive magazine so uh, I really like that field I'd like it to become more um, I'm planning a podcast part of it so uh, yes yeah yes so that's gonna be called River Talk and uh, just kind of getting like more behind the scenes exclusive stories and stuff that uh Maybe not necessarily with writing, like it tells the full story. So, uh, or with the podcast part, like uh, actually hearing the emotion and hearing like more in depth stuff that writing just can't entail. So that's awesome. And do you plan on staying around the Virginia area? I guess forever, or do you want to branch out? Uh, I definitely see myself uh, staying in this area for a while. Um, Dam was a good location where you're right on the North Carolina border, so like you can hit up places like Greensboro, Durham. Uh, Raleigh within a um, an hour or so, and then even like trips to like Asheville's not that far away. Uh, it's a good location in like a uh, like Tennessee or Richmond. To it's a good like central spot. To I see myself being around here for a while. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a very nice spot. I've I've, I've grown to love it even more. I guess with e-fashion year. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, my favorite question, of course. Um. What is your advice for the up and comings and even the ones who are already established? Yeah. Uh. Travel. Uh, use social media. Uh, I know social media also gets like a, a kind of a bad rep, but it can be your best friend. Just um, study, study different photographers, study different artists, like find your style, I guess. Yeah. Uh, my favorite advice for myself is definitely appreciate like where you're from, your roots and stuff, because two years ago I would have been like, no, I'm going to be somewhere like <laughs> some grungy city, just like, you know, well, I kind of went through that phase, like I planted myself in a really creative city, yeah, living in a crappy apartment, just like, you know, living the artist life. But, uh, I've grown to appreciate from that, like my hometown and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. So definitely stick to your roots and, yeah. you know, enjoy the community you're in and stuff. Yeah. I like that. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, and your content information. So maybe your Instagram or you have a website. Yeah. So for my personal stuff, you can follow um, CoreyW23.jpg. That's my personal stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, also hit up that Snapchat, uh, yes. CoreyW underscore 19. Yes. Uh, for Rivertown stuff, you can follow um, Rivertown Magazine on Instagram and then Rivertown Zine on Twitter. We don't really utilize that. It's been kind of difficult. We don't but. either, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and definitely on Facebook too, Corey Williams. So yes, dude, yeah. please hit my man up. And you do photo, you do um you do portrait work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hit my dude up if you're in Virginia, if you're in Greensboro, if you're wherever, hit Corey up for all your you have a bunch of your needs. I yeah, guess. I actually another accomplishment. I booked my first wedding that I'm photographing. Ooh, yeah, where's the wedding? It's gonna be in uh, Danville, but I um, it was spur of the moment thing. Like people were like, why don't you like branch out, expand your portfolio a little bit? And I was like, sure, let's do a wedding and. I don't know. Immediately, I was like shocked. I was like, "What have I done?" It's like, "Oh yeah. yes, yeah. you'll be fine. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure. We'll yeah. be fine, not to scare you." Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that's awesome, dude. Congratulations! Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. what happens with Rivertown, um, River Talk. Yeah. Um, being a lookout for all that, we'll definitely be 
reposting that stuff if you ever when yeah you, absolutely when you yeah. start the podcast yeah um and more Rivertown stuff we'll be sure to keep an eye on that um but that is freaking awesome yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited for yeah. you you have a lot of good things in the works and you had a lot of inspiration along the way shout out to all those people who helped you so far yeah and yeah we can't wait to see where you go from here yeah um so yeah thank you yeah thank you guys um, that was Corey me. Williams um he's the man from Virginia um so yeah if, like I said if you have any interest in working with him at Rivertown um, maybe email one more time for Rivertown. So it's Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, at theriverfolk.com. F-O-L-K. Yes. It'll be some awesome yeah. um, experience for up-and-coming writers. Yeah, like yourself. absolutely. Um, so, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, definitely. Hey, guys. Daniel here, your host of the Free Pizza Podcast. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the podcast app. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Thank you.